Welcome to the Audacity of Self-Kindness podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to the exploration of all of the tools, all of the ways, all of the skills of how you being kind to you, self-kindness, moves the needle in every other aspect of your life. And it also moves everything else in the world around you. Oh yeah. And it begins with you. Hello, my friend. I'm so glad that you are here listening to this. I am so grateful for those of you who are maybe joining me for the first time and those of you who are returning. It is such a huge, uh, you know, a huge place of gratitude in my life that you would spend some of your time. There's so much you could be doing. There are so many podcasts out there and that you would choose to be here. I am grateful for you. I love you so much. And thank you for tuning in and listening. This podcast dedicated to self-kindness is based upon my own personal practice and now the practice that I've been teaching to my clients in one-on-one life coaching for... For the past several years, dozens and dozens of clients have gone through this program with me. And what is so exciting that I want to tell you about right now is that in 2023, I will be launching this program in a brand new way. It's called now called the same as this podcast, The Audacity of Self-Kindness. Why? Because it is including bigger and bolder coaching, taking what I've learned from past clients, what they have reflected back to me, and continuing to just make this the most effective one-on-one coaching program out there that you could find that has to do with the self-talk in your own mind, understanding how thoughts and feelings and then your subsequent actions and results are all connected and doing this with an incredible practice of self-awareness and mindfulness that will last you for the rest of your life. I have clients that I worked with a decade ago, and I wasn't even calling it self-kindness at the time, but some of the very tools that I gave them back then, they still say they practice today. Now, think about that as a return on investment. And back then, it was, you know, the the conversations we were having were much different. And so this audacity of self-kindness program, this one-on-one coaching, go down to the show notes, click on the link so you can schedule your call today. This is the year 2023. And this is work that begins now and lasts a lifetime. I can't wait to have this conversation with you. I, uh, Again, invite you to go down to the show notes, click on the link, and schedule a free consultation call. On that consultation call, we talk about you, your lives, your your needs, and where you can see and envision a self-kindness practice in your life. And then it's my job to take that and we'll blow it up and create an incredible year for you. So let's begin that conversation. January 2023, I am taking on new clients for the audacity of self-kindness, one-on-one life coaching with me, and I invite you to start today. Go down to the show notes, click on that link, or message me on any of the social media, and we will be in touch and make that call happen in your life. Let's make 2023 an audacious year in your life and for the rest of your life. So hello, my friends. Welcome to another audacious self, the audacity of self-kindness podcast. Today, I wanted to do this year-end special 
uh, about everything I know about abundance, from money to houses to relationships to just about everything. So this has uh, this was a really fun podcast to put together. Uh, I have stories in here and uh, about you know, some time when my wife and I were out on the road with two little babies and we were living from our car. So I'm going to get into all of that. But I hope that you'll stick around um, because in that I have three big takeaways of what we learned while we were out on the road. And at the very end, I have 10 steps that I will give you to go that will get you to immediately access and feel that felt experience of that we felt while we were out on the road of life supporting us, the abundance that is life itself, and how to do that right now. All right. So this is everything I know, well, condensed into a a short podcast here about abundance from money to houses to relationships and just about everything as it relates to going in and making this an inner practice. This is part of a self-kindness practice. So let's start with a story. In 2011, my wife Anne and I, we were standing on the little back deck of our townhome in Jackson, Wyoming. We were staring out at the alpine glow, which is the glow of the sunset being reflected on the mountains to the east, And we came to a silent decision. We were about to leave this beautiful community, this beautiful home that we had, a place that we had called home for the the previous 12 years, and travel around the country to find the next place that we'd call home. Now that was a decision that was based upon our desire to take the next step in our budding music career, which had seemed, had seen, you know, some impressive growth that year. We were, uh, you know, kind of folk, maybe bluegrass, country, musicians, singer-songwriters, and we had sung at some major festivals around the country that year, and we had landed our biggest accolade to date that year by playing live for millions of radio listeners while playing on the town hall stage in New York City, yes, right off of Times Square, in front of an audience of 4,000 people, and we won Uh, the duet singing contest, uh, which was part of a radio program uh, called the Prairie Home Companion. Now, it was a jump and build the wings type of decision that we made standing on the back deck that night. And it was something that would ultimately take us nearly 16 months driving through 30 states with two kiddos under the age of four before we finally stopped and we didn't stop in a musical town like Nashville or Austin, Texas, but we stopped in Monterey, California. So even though there's the Monterey Jazz Festival here, it wasn't exactly what we had pictured. But You know, so much happened on the road that I'm sure someday Anne and I will write a book about it. But I wanted to use today's podcast about abundance to give you three major key takeaways that are still fresh today in my mind as they were that 10 plus years ago when we were 
driving around and doing this wild adventure. So are you ready for the three? The three takeaways from this adventure of driving around 30 states for 16 months with little kiddos in the back of our car. And we even, our car, original car broke down in the middle of Kansas, but that's, that's got to be in the book. That's not on the podcast today. All right. So those three major takeaways are number one, people are kind and they want to support you in your dreams. Number two, life will provide. And number three, receiving is a skill. So number one, let's get into this. People are kind and they want to support you in your dreams. So often we're stuck because we're very concerned with what others will think of us. We are concerned that, you know, our lives to the point that our lives get seriously altered because of this. We don't say what we feel compelled to say. We don't put our hopes out there. We stunt our own growth and hold ourselves back. And we are our, our own worst offenders in this way. You know, other people might voice their opinions, but we take that and we play it on repeat over and over and over and over and over again in our heads. But when we were out on the road, it was the experience that we had was the direct opposite. The direct opposite of what and why so many of us are concerned about what other people think. What we actually found is that people were so excited about what we were doing. If we had stayed in Jackson and just sat on that back porch and, you know, kind of thought about what other people would think of us, they would, you know, we would have thought like people would think we're we're, you know, we're silly, we're doing it wrong, we're disappointing our parents, you know, and all of these things because of the decision we had made. But what we actually found in reality is people were so excited about what we were doing. They were excited we were following our dreams and they supported us in every single way you can think of from food and meals to babysitting and changing diapers to letting us stay in their house or houses or guest houses they would give us gas money they several times we would come at the end of the night if we had played a house concert or something and there was a huge check in there you know totally unsolicited everything you could imagine and more people would support us and that is the majority of people in our lives, that people want to support us. It's only in our head that we continue to use other people's voices against us. And if it's not your experience that right now you don't have people that are supporting you, then you don't have to stay connected with them. And you get to do work like the tools and skills of self-kindness practice, of a mindfulness practice, of a thought awareness practice, where you can go in and check those and give yourself new intentional thoughts around that. And if you have to be with someone right now who is a net negative in your life, then I invite you, and I do this with my own clients right now, when this happens, to let's use that time to get fiercely in touch with your inner needs, 
your inner desires and wants for you because that is something they cannot take for you from you. And if a person is a net negative, remember that the majority of people are kind and they want to support you in your dreams and that this person is going to point you in that direction. So the second takeaway that is was offered is that life will provide. Now, so many times we don't know where we would have been staying that night when we were out on the road. And we would make a call or follow a lead, and it worked out. Life would provide for us. And so often that would happen that we came to expect things to just work out. And while we were on the road, it was wild and fascinating to see how we just embodied that. We lived that way. We lived in a way where things would work out. Now, this doesn't mean that they work out exactly like we envisioned it would. Sometimes it would work out and, you know, it would be a challenging situation, but we would have a place. And other times it would blow us away and exceed our expectations. So the thing that I wanted to talk about is that, you know, somewhere along the line, the way we lose that knowing. And because I believe we all have felt that at times that things are going to work out, but then we lose it. And we begin to force things. We get wrapped up in the how and the when. And life is meant to be about feeling into that knowing that it will work out. And less so about the how and the when. Now, some people say that's wishful thinking. And I get that. I, I've been prone to that as well. But it feels more, way more true. And I've witnessed it again and again that life will work out. That life does provide. And when you've done your work to see that life is providing you exactly what you need right now, and that can be challenging work, and that you take what life is offering you as that it's something to help you grow or to reaffirm that life is good and generous in helping you out. If you go about that work, then you actually feel the support right here, right now. And you get to experience the abundance of life. Now, if you need abundance to look a certain way, then that's something else. Like, if you need it to look like money, then that is showing you what you get to work with. So, let's take money. If you need abundance to look like money right now in your life, then look to money. Look to your thoughts about money. Look to your energy around money, your beliefs about money. And then go about loving into all of that in every relationship that you have with money. And when you don't have, quote unquote, have money, that is a powerful, holy cow, is it a powerful time to develop deeper trust 
it's a powerful time to develop a connection in you of experiencing peace, calm, relaxation, happiness. And you touch into that. And how is that possible? Well, it's possible because life is supporting you. It is abundant. It is possible to feel those experiences even when you don't have a specific thing in your life like money. And you can do this not in a forced way, but in a true and honest way. I know this because when I have been feeling that I need more money, I have been pulled down some very negative paths in my head. And I feel it in my physical being. But I have also been able to grow a capacity for feeling those feelings and feeling loving and supporting, supportive of myself, believing in myself, even while the money is not and was not physically there in my bank accounts. So I have noticed that when money does come and even when it comes in large amounts, which is really fun, I don't feel as big of a change as I thought I would have when things were tight. This year we've had to move, and for three years, three years, for three months and 28 days during that time, we didn't know where we were moving to. We knew where we wanted to stay. Our daughter had just started high school, it, uh, you know, so to try to find a new place was challenging. But we did a few intentional things. One is while we noticed the worry and the anxiety that came up, we also made an effort to laugh and to, uh, you know, find any humor that we could while we were searching for a new place. And we also held the belief that it will work out. We held the belief that we have good housing juju. And after some conversations and an amazing couple of months of some new business, we were poised to take on a new rental in a beautiful location. And the owner had even come down on the original asking price. Life will work out. Receiving is a skill. This is number three. Now, this is a place where I am continuing to really do my work. I have a phrase right now that is on repeat in my head, which is, or it's written all over the place, which is, I am available for the good in my life. I feel like I was indoctrinated and it was handed to me as just a way of being where looking and seeing the good in your life was always done with a caveat, which was always done with, uh, you know, be careful because things could get really bad quickly. And so receiving is a skill. And being available for the good in your life is a skill. Now, when you're out on the road and living from your vehicle with two little ones, you need to be able to receive help 
in the form of cash, in the form of food, in the form of housing. Like you need to be able to do that. It's just not possible to do it alone. And actually, this is the truth all of the time. And we just conveniently forget it as we go about our lives and then return to our homes, most of us in our own private home. And we think that somehow we're not needing and connecting to the dozens of people who are actually connected to our lives. Actually hundreds, if not thousands of people that make your life possible, that you are connected to them. So this is part of your receiving. And are you being mindful and intentional about remembering that? When you're telling yourself that you've earned what you're receiving, that is only like a small part of the picture. Like your business or your work, it doesn't run in a vacuum. People, you know, yeah, you provide a service maybe for them, but there are so many other aspects of what you provide that need and rely on you being able to receive from other people. So no matter what, you've been helped, you've been supported, and you've been gifted by others and life itself. And I invite us to get even better at recognizing this and continuing to say thanks. Now, I've spoken before uh, on this podcast and in other places about receiving, but I'll leave you with this. Receiving and this skill of receiving is not all about you. It includes the other. And receiving is really inseparable from giving So much so that I'd argue that receiving is actually what most of us call giving. And that giving is actually more what we refer to as receiving. And here's how. Energetically, you receive when you give. You receive pleasure, joy, happiness, connection. And when you receive you give those things to others. So I continue to get curious about this, and I believe this plays into self-kindness and abundance. Because self-kindness is in the same way. As you continue to give yourself kindness, you are you know, creating a human being on this planet that benefits us all. You create a human being that is of service and is of, you know, someone that we are less needing to worry about. Like you're one less person we need to worry about. And, you know, how could this idea of energetically receiving and giving be applied to money? When you give money, you're actually receiving. You're receiving the service, of course, but you're also receiving the energetic and the felt experience that comes with that money transaction. And what about receiving more money in your life? Are you available for the good in your life? Are you available for how big it wants to get in your life? Are you willing and capable 
of being used and seen and supported by life itself? Or are you still thinking it's you on your own out here all by yourself needing to figure it out? So here are 10 ways right now that you can and you can come back to these and listen to this again. These 10 ways to get on the felt experience of the abundance of life supporting you right now. Here's ways to do it right now. Number one, you can write out some things that you are grateful for and then feel that gratitude. Where is it in your body? Where does it land? Notice that. Get really good at being aware of that. Number two, get in touch with how amazing it is that you are alive, right? All of the trillions of cells in your bodies, there are trillions of cells in your body working on your behalf. Love into them, feel into them, and feel that experience. Number three, you know, just being in wonder at how your brain works, how it has thoughts, being in wonder of how your body can feel things. It's amazing. And number four, put your attention, bring your awareness on the body and feel the aliveness within it. It's zingy, it's moving, it's up and down, it's tight, it's tense, it's big, it's delightful. Number five, think of a person who helped you in your life, that lit you up and lifted you up. Think of that person and feel that connection. And if you don't have that person, think of someone that you would love to do that for. And mentally envision you giving that to them and feel that. Number six, walk in nature. Number seven, touch something in nature. You know, maybe not something that's prickly or that can bite back. And feel that. Number eight, laugh, giggle, be silly. Number ten, whoops, I skipped one. <laughs> Did that make you laugh? Number nine, hug. Hug. Hug yourself. Learn how to do that. Learn how to embrace yourself. Hug another. Feel that hug. Allow yourself to ask and receive a hug. And number 10, dance. Move. Allow that free motion in your life. You know, if you do one or better yet, all of these, I 100% guarantee you that you cannot not shift into a feeling, a state of abundance. You will feel changed and it's totally available to you right now. Watch what you choose to do and how you choose to do it and choose to do it from that energy of one of those 10 or all 10 of those practices. So my friend, this is how it works. Those three takeaways of people are kind and they want to support you in your dreams. Number two, life provides. And number three, remember that receiving is a skill and to practice it. 
practice it with these 10 ways of feeling into the experience of life supporting you, it being an abundant life. This is how it works. And it begins with you, with you being kind to you, your self-kindness, you being audacious enough to do that in the world and being a light. You are a light. Happy 2023. Sending out lots of love and big hugs. Bye now. Hey, thank you so much for sticking around and being here. You know, it means so much that you would spend the time and choose to be here. I know you have so much going on in your busy life. And, you know, let's get this word out. Go down and rate this show or leave a comment and or post it on social and tag me at selfkindnesswithpete. And if you do, I'll repost it because we want to get this word out. We want to tell people about the audacity of self-kindness and imagine a world where people, leaders, are living this type of way of being kind, generous, compassionate, and extending grace to themselves and changing the world. So rate the show, go down to the uh, show notes and leave a comment. And thank you so, so much. Okay, my friend, are you ready to take this to the next level? And I mean the next level? Well, here's how you do it. My friend, you go to the show notes and you click on the link that says schedule a free consultation. And when you click on that link, you and I will have a conversation. We'll have a conversation where we create and we explore looking at the skills of self-kindness and marrying them up to your life and making it tailor-made so that we meet with compassion, with boldness, with that massive capacity and grow that in you. So go down to the show notes, click on that link and schedule your free consultation call today.